Hello Storygoers, and welcome back to another episode of Tales from the Cartridge, the video game storytelling podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Eric Penrod. And I will be other co-host, Ryan Bauer. Ryan, it feels like an attorney since we recorded last time. It does feel like it's an attorney. <laughs> Life's been hard. <laughs> sure has. <laughs> but Ryan, we are celebrating our one year anniversary. We <laughs> are. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. Hope that sounded as cool yeah, in, fair, your, fair, in the story goes ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, story goes, it's been a year since you started listening to one us. Year. Thank you. One year. Whether you're new or old, you are, you've been with us for a year regardless. Uh, we won't tell anyone if you haven't. And we'll just take it as is. So, <laughs> we hope you're doing well, everyone, all storygoers. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed our last episode of Donkey Kong, our, the bedtime story. Uh, it was a lot of fun. My, my fantastic partner was the one who wrote that. Um, they asked for no credit, but now I feel like they deserve it. So, they did a great job writing the script. I was really, really proud of it and really proud to read it. So, it was fantastic. But, Ryan... Yeah, I messed up the whole intro. It's been so long. How are you? <laughs> and what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, I am doing pretty good. We um, went and hung out last night, and that was very fun. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, things at work are all right. Um, so I'm I'm doing pretty well. Uh, the seasons are changing, which is exciting. Um, yeah. I got an exercise bike that is exciting. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm doing pretty good. And as far as what I've been playing. It feels like so many things because it's been some time. Um, Humankind I picked up, which is really fun. It's kind of like a Civ-like game. Um, so much Destiny. The new season started. The new expansion was announced. And there's like so nice. many exciting things um, that I'm very, very excited about um, with Destiny. Um, what else have I been playing? Is that it? I feel like there's more. Um, a little bit of Spirit <laughs> Fair with my partner on the Switch. That's fun. Um, here and there. And I think, I think that's everything. It's been a lot of... I, I took like a two or three break, two or three week break from Destiny, and then I kind of jumped back in at the end of the season. And now this new season just started, and this is going to be like a five month season instead of a three month season. So there's oh, all wow. kinds of time to get all kind of things done. So I'm 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 just jumping back in that now, and that's very exciting. Um, but I think that's everything. I think it's mostly been just just Destiny and Humankind. Am I missing anything? Did we play anything that I'm missing? We played Avengers once, like two yes. or maybe even four weeks ago maybe <laughs> something like that um but i think that's it oh. maybe mean to go back but um tribes of midgar i've been playing tribes of midgar with our friend dave oh. um oh, which okay. is like a, a rogue like survival game um where you have like a certain set amount of time to like beat all these bosses and then escape before they come and destroy your village um and that's been really fun to dip into here and there um after we moved on from outriders and in preparation of maybe jumping into diablo when that comes out but that's been a really fun interim experience and it was it was fairly cheap so that was that was that's been a really good time as well um but yeah eric how are you what have you been playing i'm good yeah we had a fun time last night we had sushi i haven't had sushi in forever and now that i'm i'm vegan I just thought, well, it's over. I don't like cucumber, <laughs> so I guess I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> but I was wrong. I was I was ignorant to the world of sushi and what it provides. And I've learned that since then, shiitake is also in uh, sushi, which I didn't know, and as well as chopped almond or sliced almonds, which that must be such a hard job to slice almonds. Like that <laughs> looks so hard. How do you not just break all the almonds? I don't understand. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I'm just ignorant to the ways of sushi, I suppose. I didn't know almonds were even a part of it. Whatever. I'm really fixated on the almonds thing, I guess. More so than I even realized until I started talking <laughs> about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm good. First first week at work that was good, quote-unquote, as good as it's going to get. So 
hopefully you ride the momentum. I'm just waiting for the roller coaster to go back downhill again. Uh, we'll just hold on tight and see what happens, <laughs> like any good roller coaster. Uh, for what I've been playing, though, uh, I started playing Road 96, oh, uh, which yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I, I wanted to play with my partner, and we so we started playing it, and my partner wasn't super into it at first, but then we kept playing more and more, and it's a much different game than I realized. It's very much like you have several options. Your option will influence how this, this game turns out. Your your goal is to get across the border from your country into the other country to kind of um, let loose the information of what's happening in your country and the turmoil that's there. And it's very, it's almost like, it takes place in like a foreign country, but it's almost like kind of what's I feel like happening in our country now, not to bring politics into anything, which sucks. But just the split sides and no one can really agree on anything. Everyone hates each other. Um, but each decision you make, like I said, impacts if you can get out or not and who is on your side and who's not on your side. It's very interesting, very deep. And when you... you know, I don't want to get into it too much. I don't want to spoil it because it was very surprising to me. What what the game's structure is like, I was not anticipating it. I thought it would be a much longer game and it is, but just in a way I never saw coming. So it's very cool. Um, and for But we even played that in like a week or so. I want to get back into it really bad. And... Um, but the big game, the big game I've been playing is No More Heroes Three, so oh, which came out right. on Friday. <laughs> that's right, totally that's forgot right. about it. Yeah, I love No More Heroes. Uh, we may or may not be covering it soon. Wink. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm a huge No More Heroes fan, which is a weird thing to say out loud. Because I feel like either people love it or hate it, or people, or people that either love it or never played it. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of what it is. Um, and it's definitely not a perfect game by any means. But man, I've never played a game. That has just so much style and so much finesse as No More Heroes, especially No More Heroes 3. It's a game that is just, oh my god, so many references and so many things that I don't even understand, but I'm just along for the ride, and it just gets wackier and crazier and just out of this world, and I I really hope Travis Touchdown, the main character, is in Smash Super Smash Brothers as the last character, which I think would disappoint so many people, but would make me so happy just to see <laughs> him join, because he deserves it. He deserves a spot in that game. He such a good game um but i'm only number eight in the 10 ranking of the assassin's guild i regret even saying that out loud play the game <laughs> if you like crazy wacky games i suggest you play the first one they're all on the switch right now um they're wacky and stupid and dumb and nowhere near a perfect game but a lot of fun so highly recommend it but uh, story Girls, we hope you're doing hope you've been doing well and as always you can send us your thoughts feelings and perspectives man it's been so long since i said that line to us at talesinthecartridge at gmail.com. All of the E's are threes. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. DM us, comment on our posts, let us know what you think about the games we've covered, are covering, or will be covering, and we will happily send you a Tales from the Cartridge sticker. Like the letter sent to us today by our good friend Mike. Mike says, hello friends. I wanted to send some thoughts and positive vibes your way. I've been listening for a while, and I'm so impressed with the knowledge and joy in every episode. Oh, Mike, that's so nice. <laughs> I love the remake slash remaster episode. You touched on a lot of important games. Some wandering slash ideas slash requests. One, what remakes would you want for each major console to release? Oh, that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Xbox and Nuts, I haven't played it really, like an Xbox game in forever, but they already kind of remastered Halo, and I would love to go back and play those again. I have not done so. Uh, is there anything on Xbox's release that you would love to see remastered? 
No, again, I didn't play. Maybe like, um, although they already did. I was gonna say like maybe Fable because that's a game I, I wanted to play but never played. But it's on PC and it's on Game Pass, I think, so I could play it there. Um, mm. Game Pass is just like everything is there. So um, I don't know if there's anything specific um, with Xbox that I that I can think of that that I would want a release on. I think. I think a lot of people would really want like a Banjo Kazooie remaster oh, remake. That's what I want. On, yes. On, like that would get people to buy probably the new Xbox who like are our age and like really love those games. Um, yeah, that's 100%. what I would do perhaps. But I, there's I, I never played. Um, I didn't have a, a big relationship with those games growing up that I could think of. I would love that. That's the that's you. You just gave me my answer, right? Thank you. <laughs> Screw Halo. It's already out anyway. Banjo Kazooie. That's what I want. That's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. For Sony, I don't know. I don't know what remake I would ever want for Sony. That's a hard one. Maybe a Final Fantasy X. I would love a remake. Yeah, yeah. Remaking, remastering those. Yeah, that would be very fun, I think. Um, That'd be fantastic. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else I would... I mean, maybe like to, to... Again, they kind of already did with Ratchet and Clank, right? Like they, they rebooted that series. It isn't a yeah. remake, but it's it's kind of like a, a they're bringing Retail. that. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're bringing that experience back with the PS5 as one of their flagship experiences. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think Infamous for me. Infamous Assassin's Creed, like a new, yeah. like an Assassin's Creed, and the original Assassin's Creed with those with like updated graphics and updated mechanics would be incredible. That'd be um, amazing. But still have it have that similar Assassin's Creed experience. I think that would be really cool. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, I would love that. That'd be um, like, yeah, I love Altair. I love that story. I think updating that for current mechanics and uh, graphics and just yeah. That'd be bring Desmond back, let his story finish out in a really cool way. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. But if they uh, were to like re <laughs> rewrite that story in some way or to re reimagine it, that'd be really cool. That'd be super cool. Yeah. And then Nintendo, I don't know. Nintendo's hard. I think they, they've been doing a pretty good job with re releasing and remastering things. Yeah. Like all the ones I can think of as Mario and Zelda, which is the majority have already happened. I want Majora's Mask on the Switch, which I don't know if that really counts. <laughs> just take it from the three D S, just boost the graphics a little bit more, put it on the Switch. Make me yeah. happy, please. Yeah, I don't know what I would either, because like Ooh. you said, I think go ahead. Oh, Star Fox sixty four. I would love oh, that would a remaster cool. or remake of, of that. Yeah. That's what I want. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> That's a really good one. Yeah. Or Pokemon Snap. Sorry. So many games now. They're all coming to me. It's flooding it. <laughs> like what it wants. Yeah. That's a good one. Or Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's a fantastic uh, question. Thank you, Mike. And then actually, we can we continue with his with his letter. I am personally hoping for Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Heck yeah! I played slash beat Ocarina, my first Zelda game, and loved it. I hated Majora's Mask, but I was also very young and got frustrated. So I would love to play it again, especially since Eric was so disappointed in me now. <laughs> especially since Eric is so disappointed in me now. I get it. I mean, I also struggled being Majora's Mask when I was younger. I think it was just the the creepy fascination of that world that kept me going. But if I wasn't a, like, attached to it the way I was, I think I would have been the same the same uh, position as you, Mike. I think I would have also been struggling it with it and hated it as well. Mike continues. I'd also love to see a Time Splitters remake as oh, I played yeah. those games so much. I yeah. played so much Time Splitters. So much Time Splitters 3. Yeah, we, me and my cousin Tyler and my cousin Aaron, um, who you know Tyler, I don't know if you know Aaron, um, we would go to the Outer Banks every year and we would take a GameCube with us and everyone would go to the beach and we would just sit in a small game room and play <laughs> so much Time Splitters until all our parents yelled at us. Yeah, Time Splitters is very fun. 
That's awesome. I, you're lucky that you even got like the chance to even do that. I feel like I would yeah. never have been. Like, you're leaving those there. You're gonna enjoy it. I'm like, no, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, two, <laughs> my continues. Two, maybe you can do a Pokemon bedtime story. Kind of make it and choose your own adventure type, which I think would be that'd be, be really cool, a lot yeah. of planning, but I think so worth. It. That's a Mike. That's a fantastic idea. If you pick Squirtle, spoilers, you just win the whole thing. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> if you pick Charmander, then you can stop. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Charmander. She's just like, you know, everyone's favorite. And, you know, Bulbasaur is cute, too. You gotta bring uh, Charmander down a peg. He's just too beloved. Yeah, yeah he's too beloved. Yeah, you really gotta give him, yeah, bring him down a peg. Make him now cool. Let's be honest. Well, I was about to say, Squirt, there's a reason why Blastoise is now in Pokemon Unite, but Charmander, or Charizard's <laughs> been there for a while since the game started, so I don't need And Venusaur, too. So. <laughs> Three, the Ratchet and Clank universe explanation was awesome. Maybe you can do a special episode about different universes slash lore. Yeah, I'd love that. I think, Ryan, I think you would kill a Destiny one. I think it'd be hard. Uh, that's such a hard, that's such a hard experience. I, I could maybe do some broad strokes, but... Destiny is such a big, dense game. Um, it, it maybe someday, maybe someday. I think there are people who out there who've done it better, but maybe in our medium or in our voice, it would be more interesting, uh, or or different, a different retelling. Um, I think there are some games that maybe would lend themselves better to it, but Destiny would be would be very fun to do just because it's a game that I really love. Um, they are doing much better at telling the story in the game though uh, these days, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it is not necessary. But yeah, that'd be fun to do. I would love to do Zelda is my plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, for those who know and don't know, Zelda has a major timeline has been uh, that's been uh, confirmed by Nintendo and released by Nintendo. And I would love to go through the, the general timeline and when it, when it splits off into three and then go through each one of the timelines. And as we finish the games, we can do like a retelling of it. Just so it's totally clear and understood as to what the timeline is because everyone deserves to know the Zelda timeline. Yeah. Um, yeah, and supposedly how Breath of the Wild connects to all three of them, which makes absolutely no sense. But that's just Nintendo being lazy and not knowing what to do with their games. So, yeah. as usual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four. Some games I'd love to hear. Destiny. This would obviously take a while. Yeah. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. Any of the Zelda games. Which, don't worry, Meg. We're getting there. I, I've been trying. Uh, I've been a little... It's been a struggle, but I will get there. Luigi's Mansion, fantastic game, which we may have just talked about before we jumped on this, because <laughs> October's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overwatch slash Warcraft slash Starcraft, and then parentheses Mike puts, when Blizzard makes amends. Fair. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, fair. Uh, and lastly, Kingdom Hearts, which Kingdom Hearts would be awesome. Just because I want to do Goofy Map. Oh, sorry, no. I was going to do Goofy Voice. It didn't work out. Never mind. <laughs> this is my Donald Duck. You got, got it. You've morning. got all the voices down. <laughs> that was awful. I just see all the. I used to like picture all the storygoers just like cringing in the moment they even tried to hear my goofy voice and how bad it was. <laughs> I'll have to keep practicing. But Mike wraps up by saying, "Keep up the great work. I look forward to every episode." Your friend from North Carolina, Mike. Mike, you have earned Thanks, yourself Mike. a free Tales from the Cartridge sticker. I will send it to you soon. Thank you so much. That was super kind of you. Like this yeah, is awesome. But today, we are celebrating our anniversary. It's been yeah. one year. One whole year. Yeah. Today. One year. And we were talking about this before we started, about how different our lives are now in mm-hmm. a year's time. Yeah. It's so crazy. Changed. Mm-hmm. So much yeah. has changed. When we first started this podcast, I was off of work for a, a while. since we, I had just moved to Maine, and I was off work since April, or since, I'm sorry, May, beginning of May, until October. So we had spent a lot of our time 
Well, I spent on tales when we decided we wanted to go pursue this. And I think you were said you were just a teacher at that point in your. Yeah, I was, I was still kind of in the classroom full time. I didn't have any like supervisor roles. I didn't have any like out responsibilities outside of just making sure these kids uh, get the things they need. And I was, I was doing that until October as well. Um, in, in at the end of October, beginning of November is when I took on my, my other position, which had far, far too many responsibilities and far longer hours um but yeah so we were in a a very different place when we first started yeah it's very different place um but as of this morning we're gonna give you some some stats yeah some some stats all kinds of information pretty crazy so as of this morning we have hit 2267 downloads 54 episodes our top platform was spotify not surprised there. Some random ones that I remember seeing was like Google Chromecast, which I didn't even know you could even... Yeah, that was high, pretty high up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, our listener base, we've had 33 different countries in every continent except Antarctica. One day, yeah, we'll get that one Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it looks at the top three downloaded, places, downloaded states uh, in the U.S. were Maine, New York, and Virginia. Um, and then in Canada, which has been a huge one for us, thank you, to all the Canadians out there who are listening to us, uh, the big ones were Ontario, Alberta, and what's BC? British Columbia. British Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn my, my, my Canada better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We also had a lot of listeners in the UK and Australia. It didn't break it down by province, um, so it didn't include them in the list, but they, they were also a part of that as well. And obviously, like you said, all over the world. Yeah, all over. We had like, crazy ones like Denmark, Japan... Uh, Chile, France, uh, Norway, Belgium, I think was one. Um, Ryan, you want to share our top episodes for downloads? Yes. So our top our top episodes for downloads, um, by a wide margin, um, our most popular series is the Super Mario 64 bedtime episode um, series. The, that three-parter has gotten so much love and so many downloads um, that it, it's really incredible. Um, so that that is that is our top performer, and then surprisingly enough, we have Bioshock and Portal, which were our two some of our two very first episodes. Uncharted, which was one of our very first guest episodes, mm-hmm. um, and then Baldur's Gate, um, the very first Baldur's Gate, which is I'm sure is because of Jesse's incredible voice work, yeah, seriously, um, so good <laughs> in, in script writing. Um, so what a great like top five. I, I I like that top five. I think there are some that I would like to be bumped up. But we'll talk about more about that later. But mm-hmm. uh, what a great top five. I just, I need, I've said this a thousand times. Sorry, guys, you're killing me. I need to know why there's, I mean, is it because it's just Mario 64? I don't know. I need to know. I need to know why what made this series so good that it literally every day has a download at least. Like, it's been downloaded at least a few times every day. Like, I don't know if it's the same person listening to it. I don't think so. It, it just doesn't make any sense. There's no way that could happen. Like, I don't know. I just, I need to know. I need to know. Please, someone message me. Let me know why you listen to Super Mario 64 bedtime story. I, I would love to know, please. Or where you heard about it. Yeah, or where you heard about it, or where, like, where you found Like, I would love to know. I think we would love to know more. I need, it's like, a, it's like an unsolved mystery for me, you know? And, like, the, <laughs> the answer's there. It's just no one's willing to say it to me. I need to know. Um, and that's the crazy thing. Like, in retrospect, that's the crazy thing about bedtime stories is that, like, this is, like, a random thing we decided to do to fill in. Because, like, oh, we'll get more into that later, actually. Let's, let's jump into that later. Um, but for now, uh, Ryan, you did a fantastic job putting together a reflection of the year by month. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I did kind of a timeline for us. Yeah. So we have our, our first initial five episodes, which released on August 30th, which is the day, year to the day when you're listening to this episode. Um, so we did Bioshock, we did um, 
Borderlands, Portal. Um, we did two Last of Us, and there was one other one. What, what am I missing? No, you're right. Yeah, we did one and two of Last of Us, and that was our five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So those were our first five episodes. So we pre-recorded those through the month of um, June and August, and we released them all at once. And, and then they, they released on the 30th, and we got a ton of downloads in September. I think we've only peaked that, which is this most previous March. Yeah. Because when we kind of crested that peak, which is also very cool. Um, and then in September, we had Banjo-Kazooie, Half-Life, and Shadows of the Empire, um, which was a really exciting month. We kind of cranked out our first um, for Half-Life was a two-parter. You did Banjo-Kazooie and Shadows of the Empire, which was a really fun um, time. Then we got to our spooky month, October, um, where we had some new theme music, and we had pick spooky episodes, and, and those were some of my very favorite to oh, record. They're so I cannot good. wait to record some more spooky episodes again. That intro music. Uh, October. Mm the best <laughs> yeah very good um and then moving to december we have our bedtime story and we had was am I, is this accurate was was dave our first guest or was adam the first guest not dave yeah it was dave yeah okay um in december we started doing bedtime stories so by december we'd realized we cannot do four full episodes <laughs> a month so we started to break things up by adding um Oh, sorry, this was in November. We broke things up by adding DLC, or so we do a DLC episode, and then we do three scripts. We started to add sound effects, so like Monkey Island, I think, was the yeah, first, the first episode one. Sound effects. Yeah, yeah, which again, is, is, is we'll talk about more, but it was a really special episode because of that. Then we got to December, and realized three scripts a month is still far <laughs> too much. Um, so now we had add a bedtime stories in there. Eric, you have been cranking those out, and they've been really incredible. And some of our most popular episodes... Um, as we spoke about with Super Mario, but also a lot of our bedtime stories, even the, the Donkey Kong that came out, you know, this month was one of our most popular releases this month and of the past few months. So those bedtime stories continue to do really well. Um, and we had our first guest, um, Dave, um, with Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. Um, so he, we did a bedtime story, we did a DLC, and then we had one episode of the guest and then one kind of regular episode. And that's been kind of what we're, where we've been at for, for more or less since December. Mm -hmm. Can I say one thing? Please, please say as many things as you want. Something I want to share, too. I don't know if I ever touched on this before, is that like, when we decided that this was too much for us, just because at the time, you know, I, we, by December, I had a full-time job. You had transitioned to your new, your new job as well. So it was just like, again, we were starting to realize this was too much work for what we were doing before. When I had more time, and we dedicate more resources to it. So when we thought of the bedtime stories, like, in my mind at first, it was a great idea. Then as we are doing it, the first Mario Part 1... I was so nervous because I think when I started hearing it back, hearing the tales, uh, the bedtime story back, I was like, oh my God, is anyone want to listen to this if they fall asleep? Like, is my voice going to be good? Like, I just, I thought about the, like all the, the podcasts of bedtime stories I had heard. I was like, oh my God, they sound so good. I'm not British. So that doesn't help me. I feel like every other like <laughs> bedtime story podcast is a British person reading it. And I'm not that, so I wasn't sure, but just like the amount of love that these bedtime stories are getting is, it just blows me away that someone's gonna listen to my voice falling asleep. Okay, that's all I wanted to say about it. No, You're I think it's continue. important to say. I think I think it's a great thing to say. It's it's the bedtime stories are something we've kind of we're just going to be kind of a throwaway thing that we did to fill in gaps, and it ended up being like a really core part of what we do and what people really love, uh, mm -hmm. which I think is so cool. Uh, I think it's that's such right, a great another 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 way that we can share share things that we make. Um, yeah, so that was December. Um, so we're five months in, and so much has already changed. Um, we go to January, and we're at DLC Bedtime Story. We did Infamous and Baldur's Gate. 
Um, we had February, Ratchet and Clank. We did. Um, we had uh, Aid's Odyssey. I think there was another one in February that I think I'm probably forgetting. There might be some episodes that I may have left out here. That does not mean those episodes are not important or good. It just means that I, for whatever reason I didn't I didn't add them when I was taking them. Uh, if you want to mm-hmm. see every episode that came out in those months, check on your on your podcast app that you use to listen to us and go back and re-listen to all of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. Uh, March we had Fury and we had Ori. Um, April, we did Bastion, and we had some gaming news to fill in, like, some gaps. May, we had our Battle Royale, where we kind of threw all our episodes together, and that was just such a fun reflection, kind of similar to this, on all of the episodes we did, and looking back at those, and we crowned the champion of all our episodes we've done so far. I'm excited to do that again um, down the line. Me too. (laughs) It's going to be hard. That's going to be a hard one to go back. And it actually is going to be coming up sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second part to that. Um, so it'd be exciting though to see what happens with all the episodes we cover. Yeah. Uh, and then in May we had uh, Battle Royale. Uh, like I said, we had uh, Spider Man, um, Spider Man sixty four, Spider Man. Um, and then we had the second Siege of Dragon Spear. Another um, our friend Jesse who did Baldur's Gate returned for Siege of Dragon Spear, and that it's always fun when Jesse comes back. All of our guests are really wonderful, and uh, we really yeah. appreciate everything that they do. Of course. Um, mm-hmm. just the, the reason we mentioned Jesse is the, the amount of work and energy and time he puts into writing these scripts, coming up with all the voices. He, like, effectively voice actor coaches us through those episodes. Like, no, maybe try yeah. a little more like this. So he does such an incredible job, So which He's is so why, um, why I wanted to make sure I gave him a shout-out here. Um, but I don't want to kind of make light of any of our guests. They've all been really incredible and really wonderful. Yeah. Um, in June, we had the E3 special where we got to run down what our things are excited about E3, and we had Metroid, which was very wonderful. Um, July, we're starting to catch up to, to where we're at now, which this is last month. Um, we had Spyro and Superman, um, which were both fun and wild times. Um, and then now we're in August, which we had, um, we talked about our remakes DLC, and then we have this episode, we had the bedtime story. August was yes. a little lighter um, as we prepare for the fall, the big things coming in the fall, and we'll talk more about that at the, at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little hard in August. I did, I, I mean, I, I speak for myself, where I just, you know, things were coming to a head, and it was really hard to keep up, so that's why I was a little like sparse and, and very in-between, and I personally didn't do a great job communicating that in our social media, so I apologize for that. Um, but we're getting better. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do better with social media. It's hard. I'm just not. I think neither of us are very much social media people. No. Um, no. I always wondered too. I was one of those like old people in the mentality. I was like, why is there a job for social media people? That's really weird. Like that's not even a job. No, I'm super wrong. <laughs> Past Eric, and you're <laughs> you need to shut up because that's that's hard. It's hard to know what to do and all the white things to get to the, the information to the right people. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. If you work for in a social media kind of platform and that's your job that I 100% respect you. And I'm so sorry for all the things that I never said to you personally, but you would probably cringe if you heard. So I apologize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now we are going to do some episode reflections and different kinds of subjects and uh, our top picks for those subjects. So our first one is our most enjoyed episode to make. Ryan, yeah. what was your favorite episode to make? Um, so my favorite episode to make, and this is because I enjoyed recording it so much, was Red Dead Undead Nightmare. That episode was so fun to record. The voices were great. The writing in that game really made it fun and exciting. And it was just, I, I, I think we've talked about this before, and it's why it's the only episode we've featured twice is because it was one of the ones we enjoyed so much, is it was just it was just so much fun to, to laugh and, and, and put that one together. That one was really fun. 
That's such a good one too. And all the voices we did and just, I, I, I remember that night so clearly. There's sometimes I, I, I think back to episodes we recorded. And I'm like, man, I don't remember, like, I don't remember recording that episode. But for Undead Nightmare, I just remember recording that because like it was, we, we had recorded it at like a more uh, later time of the day. It was dark out, it was October. Um, it was actually kind of spooky. And yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of sitting in my den in the dark like a weirdo. For some reason it felt right. And it was just, and I was just by myself. It was my dog and, and my cats and I, and I think my partner was working. And just recording that was so much fun. I remember thinking to myself, my neighbors are gonna hate me <laughs> when, they hear, <laughs> when they hear this. And it was just, a, it was a blast though. It was, Red Dead Undead Nightmare was just so much fun. It's such a wacky story. And if we ever do cover Red Dead, it'll be so funny to compare and contrast because there's such different stories with the same characters in it. But Undead Nightmare is just my favorite Red Dead thing, I think, ever. If we ever yeah. do recover this story, I'm just so excited to do the voices again. It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eric, what about yours? What was your favorite episode to make? It's actually funny because like my pick is also from the October series. And <laughs> yeah, I, think, I was noticing that too. Yeah, like my favorite was Outlast Whistleblower because there's so many that I've enjoyed to make. Like Soma again was a fantastic one. Um, just anything. Off, honestly, there are a lot of good ones. But Outlast Whistleblower for me personally was my favorite to make because when I got to play the villain whose name I forget off the top of my head. It's just so, it was such a cool opportunity to be someone I'm not. Like all the things that that dude says in the game are things I would never ever say in my real life because like obviously I just I they're being said by someone who's very like mentally sick and like deranged and corrupt. Um, but also just like I don't have that that mindset and it's just a lot of awful awful horrible things being said. But there's something that's kind of freeing to to be that like I'll never be that person in real life. But it's just kind of fun to play that person. Um, Am I low key worried my my employers up? I listen to that episode and be like, "What the what the hell is he saying?" <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> I'm never gonna let them hear that. But uh, it was just really fun to be this kind of crazy kooky person um, and say all these crazy things and kind of be evil in that mindset. It's kind of this freeing thing that was just fun to do. So uh, for me personally, that was my favorite. Moving on to the toughest episode to make, yeah. Ryan. What was that for you? So again, we have a similarity here. My the, the toughest episode for me to make was the first one I ever did, um, which is Borderlands. That game, and I actually was pretty proud of how that script turned out. But it was mm-hmm. so hard to both because I'd never done this before, I'd never written a script in this way before. But then I had to take so much context of what was going on in the game and try to distill it into something that was enjoyable to listen to. Um, and I tried all kinds of different things to try and make that work, and I think some of it worked and some of it didn't. Uh, but it was that first one was just so hard, and none of them have been as hard as that one was, um, both to motivate felt motivate myself to get it done because it was so challenging, but also to find a way to make it to where I was happy with it. That one that one was really hard. Mm-hmm. I'm in the what same. About, what about yeah? I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, here. I'm in the same mindset. Mine was Bioshock. I think when we had decided that we we're gonna try to do this podcast, and I had sat down and, and started working on Bioshock, it just felt so daunting. Like. So I remember rewatching that playthrough like five times, like it just skipping through and seeing what I need to do here. And this didn't make any sense. Like, why did I write this? I had to go back and read. Like, it was just so much. And I remember writing it and thinking and finishing it and be like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this <laughs> all the time. It's so much work. And it's funny now because we, we write scripts and they're by no means easy to write anymore or still, but it's a lot easier than it used to be in yeah. that regard. Like it's so much easier than it was in the very first time writing it. So I, I'm so glad that 
these scripts are already written for us if we ever do want to recover them again. So it was like these early episodes don't have any sound effects. They did not edit it the same way as they're edited now. So I would love to go back and redo Bioshock and Borderlands. I think we're going to still feel the same way we thought we or think we felt back then. Uh, but I would love to hear them being redone and remastered, so to speak. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that'd be a lot of fun too. I and actually, in retrospect now too, one of the other tougher tougher ones was Assassin's Creed for me. Um, yeah, that was a hard, hard That's one a hard to write. Script. I, I think when history is involved, it's really hard to make sure what you're saying makes sense. So, super props to the Assassin's Creed team when they write their scripts. Because that is like that is daunting. I feel like just all the historical context and like. Yeah, that's 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 hard. It was really hard, and I mispronounced Malik or Malik or something. Someone then I mean, obviously I'm doing it right now too. I mispronounced <laughs> their name, so that also did not make me feel super great when I was recording that episode. But yeah, um, I think one of the things that was really interesting is when we first started this, we we obviously wanted to make, tell these really big, exciting, and interesting stories. But what that meant is that we were when we we're doing this for the very first time, taking on some of the hardest and biggest concepts. That we've done and now as we've been doing this for a while as, as i'm sure story goers you're seeing the episodes we're putting out and the stories we're following are, are just as is meaningful and interesting and important but we're focusing on some of those smaller stories some of those older games those indie stories giving them that experience both because they're interesting and they, they need more more seeing and because frankly they're easier to get out and we'll talk more about this at the end than those bigger scripts since we have less time now but it I cannot imagine why, and I know why we did it, but it was such a crazy idea to think we could capture these huge story games that are kind of pillars to gaming the first time we're ever writing a script. Um, yeah. so what, what a wild idea that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like, we just did like Spider-Man 64 and Superman 64 and yeah. uh, a short hike, which I don't think a short hike was even out by then, but like, you know, shorter scripts like that. And like, it's so funny because that would have been such an easier way to, like you're saying, start this whole podcast. And we just took on literally Bioshock <laughs> and, and uh, Borderlands, huge yeah. games, like just massive. The, uh, yeah, the Last of Us yeah, and Last like, of Portal us. is smaller, but Portal's still smaller. like, yeah. but the Last of Us also, the Last of Us was a two-parter. Like, oh my God, like we were crazy. Like, yeah. And, I, and actually, this is a really good conversation, right? If we could redo it again, like, yeah. would you have chosen a different game? Like, do you think we would have rechosen five different games? Or I say five, but really it was four. Like, yeah. the first five episodes, would they have been different in your mind? Because I'm really proud that we started with Bioshock. I think Bioshock yeah. was like, the, like, we love that series. That's, that's a game that we both find near and dear to our hearts. So I feel like Bioshock is a perfect game to start with, but also was a lot. <laughs> I think I'm in a similar boat. I don't know if I would choose different games. I don't I don't know because I don't think it's as meaningful or it was exciting for us to tell. Not that like a short hike isn't an incredible story that I really love or Monkey Island or or any of the other games we've covered since. Not that I don't love those games, but they don't have that same, you know, gravitas we were trying to capture with those first five episodes. So again, I, I don't know if we would have chosen something different. Um, I think knowing what I know now, maybe I would have chosen like a Metroid or like some of those like mm-hmm. important games that were a bit older that were easier to cover, um, or or like the very first Legend of Zelda that came out on you know the the NES or SNES. Like maybe those would have been a better place to start, but I don't think that's where we were at in that time. Yeah, I as much as we know now, I think that. As hard as our beginning was, I, I don't regret it so much yeah, as I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that, and I think also <laughs> that people, when we did our, our The Last of Us split, part one and part two, it was around the time that The Last of Us part two was coming out, I think, I'm, yeah. I, or maybe roughly. And I think a lot of people thought that that was 
what that game was. <laughs> so that, so he goes, we're like, why does why does part two have more downloads than part one? Like, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And that's why. Good, um, good search but, engine optimization there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that was a, it was a hard way to start, but the best way to start in a weird yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Trial by fire. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it, yeah, it really was. Yeah. And then we did, I think our sixth was Banjo Kazooie, which was, again, probably one of the ones that would have been better to have started with. Start with, yeah. It was good for us at the time. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of redoing games, though, Ryan, if you could, uh, for our next category, what would be the game or games that you would like to redo if you had the chance? Uh, this is tough because I think we've talked about this. I think there are a lot of episodes we'd like to redo just to give another take on or just to do another, another pass on them. But I think for me, the episode that I I wanted to be one of our best episodes that I think got muddled by a lot of stuff that was added into it or because my writing wasn't where it is now or I wasn't I wasn't able to understand what what this was supposed to be or what the scripts were to look like yet be Half-Life. Half-Life is a game that is so important to me as as a as an individual and is is part of my, you know, video game experience. And there is so much that I was trying to cover that I think splitting it apart and jamming them full of every single story beat was too much. And there are certainly some more I could have could have shortened or, or rewritten or, or changed. And I think if I were to do it again, I would really try hard to make it one part and to really just focus on those story beats. Um, and, and kind of now as a better scriptwriter and, and a more descriptive scriptwriter, I think I could do more with some of those experiences instead of covering every beat. I still am, am proud of the Half-Life episodes that we put out. Um, I, I just think there are a lot of things I would do different if we were to go back and do them again. Yeah, and I think it did turn out really good too. So I feel like, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're yeah. saying. It's hard to, for, when you write the scripts, like the story beats are so important to touch on. We have to pick and choose sometimes because the stories are like like our Bioshocks and our Half Lives and our Borderlands. They're so big. Like you have to really narrow it down and make it more concise. So that's really hard. Um, for me, I'm split because like like we mentioned, like the very first games we covered were ones I would love to go back and do. Like Bioshock is so important to us. I think it would be a great game to go back and redo. Um, but for me personally, the one that sticks out to me most was Infamous. I think my expectations are, for Infamous are so high that. I'm proud of how it turned out, but I think I could have done it even better. So I think it was, I think it was like a rough time at that point. Like not like personally, like that, but just to edit, like it was, I was behind and I wanted to catch up and I was trying really hard to finish it. And I think I was just so stressed about finishing it that I couldn't make it as good as I wanted it to. So I'm hoping one day we can redo Infamous and make it really good and make sure, you know, if we can get more voices involved, I think it'd be really helpful too. Yeah. And just make it, yeah, the much more enjoyable experience, I think, than even though I think it turned out great, like I said, but I think it could be even better. So, um, but speaking of better or best, what game, uh, Ryan, or what episode? I'm sorry, are you most proud of making? Uh, so uh, again, I was I was split here, kind of like you were the last one. There's two that I'm that I'm really proud of for for different reasons. Um, the first one is Monkey Island. Again, it was the first one we were trying sound effects. We were trying some modulation. And like the first time I was able to get LeChuck's ghost voice where I wanted it to be, oh, I was man. so proud of it. And I was so happy with it. Or when that intro ends and the first music kicks in, there, there are things there that I'm just so proud of and I enjoyed so much. And I, and I really loved how that turned out. There are some things maybe that I would, I would redo in it if we were to go back, but I was really proud of, of both the, just the quality of that episode. It felt like, and we've talked about this before, it felt like a, a jump in, in quality of, from episode mm-hmm. to episode. Another one would be a short hike. And, and the reason I say short hike is that episode was, I think for me, the perfect length 
Um, I really liked the characterization. I really liked how I was able to kind of squish that story down into something that was accessible and exciting and and manageable. I think the, the sound effects were light because it didn't need a ton because it was kind of this calm relaxing game and and, and it's one I'm, I'm really proud of how it turned out and i really enjoyed but yeah i'll never forget listening to monkey island for the first time after you had finished editing it my partner and i sat down to listen to it and we were just blown away like it literally just like it like it's like we opened a whole new chapter in tales yeah. so soon like sooner than i ever anticipated us doing that like it just sounded so good and I remember feeling a little terrified, like, oh my God, when I edit episodes, how am I going to make it sound this good? Like, this is going to be so hard to do. But, like, it just set us on the right path. Like, you you did such a good job on Monkey Island and the other episodes after that, of course. But just Monkey oh, yeah. Island was, like, that first pinnacle of, like, oh my God, this is what our podcast <laughs> could be. Like, holy crap, this is so cool. Yeah. And, like, it's really hard, too, because, like, I, I'm so happy we got lucky with Monkey Island in terms of getting the right sound effects and things like that. Because there's sometimes when we write these episodes and, and we record them that we try to go get free sound effects um and maybe that's our problem maybe we should be investing more <laughs> premium sound effects but like i know for what you know we're not making any money off this right now uh so we try to stick you know we try not to like put ourselves in a hole or anything like that so we try to use as many free things and, and show gratitude when we can when we do use sound effects and um but there's there are times where it's hard to find the right sound effect for and that's, that's one of the things i had a problem with infamous is finding the right like lightning sound effects and light you know like superhero kind of things so but for a monkey island but for monkey island it turned out so good like it's just the 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 pirate you know music and the just the everything about it was just such, such a good thing and and you're right a short hike was just a short hike was really fun to record and so i had no experience with the game it was just very beautiful and very nice and just the message was great and yeah it was ah it was, it was, oh, man such good episodes <laughs> to record that's so good yeah eric what about um, you which episode are you most proud of well, actually, as I'm talking about it more and more, I think, I think, I want to say, I want to give you another shout out. I think the one I'm really proud of that you were like in charge of or leading was Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, I think, yeah, I think that game turned out so good, and you did such an amazing job with it that I haven't. I still my backlog is insane, and I'll never get through <laughs> it. But that is a game I do want to experience one day. I think I will, and I just, I think I, I remember just listening to that one and being so proud of how it turned out so you and you just again did an amazing job at that one um the one i feel most proud of with my involvement more i guess was uh, outlast i think again outlast just the regular outlast um i remember covering that game and just being so excited to cover it it was our our october episode it was you know spooky month i was so excited to cover it and just watching it and covering it and, t- and writing the whole script out and the way it turned out and doing the the cool scary voices like again it is like this way of like being a different person and it was fun and exciting and uh, i had just a blast doing it i feel like it turned out so good and i look forward to october again because it's coming up soon and we have so many yeah. good plans for our, our <laughs> spooky month and i can't wait and i'm, I'm hopeful we get that second that magic again that i felt with outlast and Soma and Whistleblower and all four of those games are games I, I'm very <laughs> proud of. That whole month was just yeah. so special. Um, and, and that's something I want to look more into in the future as well is, is figuring out special months for special games that we can cover. Like same with, Octo- with October and, and Halloween and Spooky Month. I feel like we can emulate that in different months and, and yeah. be very proud of that those themes. and yeah. But, um, but speaking of the future, 
Yeah. Awesome segue, Eric. Good job. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want to talk about our goals for 2021 and 2022. Um, Ryan, you want to start us off on some of our goals? Yeah, yeah. So um, the first goal that we kind of really focus on, and obviously this feels like a pretty obvious one for folks who, if you're making content, is to grow our community. Um, we are so thankful for all the story growers who've been listening to us for, like Eric said, for a month, two months, a year. Um, just to have people who hear our voices and tell these stories is just so wild. And we want to continue to grow that um, in, in a variety of ways. Um, the way we're going to do that for our actionable steps here is to, to work to creating a Discord. Um, we have kind of a, a, a Discord set up, but it has none of the bells and whistles that we'd want before we start having community members in it. And then eventually working towards having a Patreon, a place where we can, again, continue to build that community, whether it's having our community vote on what games we cover, getting special things there. It's just another way for us to get more people involved in what we're doing. And I think because one of the reasons we started Tales was to, of course, just give us an opportunity to talk about video games um, because we just yeah. don't have enough time of that in our lives. But also we want to like have a community of folks who talk about games with us and are excited about games with us. And we wanted to make a podcast that was a community podcast where people were listening to it and felt like, like Erica said many, many times, a part of the conversation. That their perspective mm-hmm. could be heard and they could be a part of that conversation. We want to continue to do that. So by creating a Discord and creating a Patreon, that's kind of one of the first steps, which we want to do by the end of the year. Um, first steps to, to, to kind of work on. Yeah, and I think that the big part about the Patreon, especially, is that um, it is not something that we want to break the bank for anyone. And it's like something that's accessible and something easy, something that would help us um, be able to to spend more time and resources on creating more things for the for this, and that's enjoyable for storygoers. But it would be you know nothing that'd be outrageously expensive or anything like that. Because um, we want the more people, the better. I think is is more people that can share their perspectives in healthy ways and talk things through, I think is, a, is not only a fantastic ability for someone to have, but to, to grow yourself and grow your, your friend base and, and just be more part of things and be happy with it, enjoyable with it. So um, I think we're getting that through our, our at least yeah. I like to think so. So um, our next goal is to have a better content balance and release schedule. Uh, something I think we learned hard through this first year <laughs> is that <laughs> the many changes that we've had is that uh, each month, or each uh, throughout the the year, we've had points where we've had to change things and, and redo things. So uh, we have done that again based on what our schedules look like right now for work. So what that looks like is for each month there'll be one DLC episode, one bedtime or um, one bedtime story, or a gaming news or a recap episode. And then lastly, we'll end on a regular episode that we've been doing. And that regular episode could be one that we typically do together. It could be a guest episode, but that kind of gives us more time to be able to edit, make our episodes even better, more polished. We're not rushing um, and get back on track because I think it's something that we also struggled with with our new jobs and, and responsibilities as we kind of been struggling to kind of get back on track with our release schedule that we had before. So, but I think this is a, a much easier thing that, for us to do in the meantime until we can kind of get our bearings. And if we can do more in the future, we'll definitely do so. But at least we're still making uh, good content for, for people to listen to, well, hopefully, knock on wood, and uh, be able to, uh, to make easier and less stressful for us because we want to be able to do this for a long time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's really important. And I think like making sure we're creating things that are good and and people want to hear is is important um and i think part of it too is us um we we sat down before this and like put started to make like a here is a a calendar of what our releases are going to look like this year and we're going to work on kind of 
you know, segueing into the next thing is having a better web presence and being more accessible is, is putting together a website. And on that website, you'll be able to see, okay, for the month of September, here's the episodes that maybe we're looking out for. And this, again, could be something that you could also find on a Patreon or a Discord. Um, just more ways for you guys to see what's coming out, what's happening, so you can, you know, send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspectives on those things ahead of time. Um, or you could send us your questions about certain games or the things you want to share about experiences. If we can get that information out to you ahead of time, then maybe um, you'll have, it'd be easier for you to have that back and forth communicating with us. So having that web presence and accessibility would be kind of our, the first step is getting that website, which we're actively working on right now. And as soon as we have that link, um, we'll give it out, send it out to you guys on social media and we'll chat it out in our in one of our episodes. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really helpful, like like you said, Ryan, to see what games are coming up. It'd be an easy way for people to go and vote for games in the future that they want to see covered sooner rather than later. Um, and it just gives us a good place for everybody to come together and, and meet. And then as we have that, we can build our Discord. And um, our good friends at, at First Encounter has like graciously <laughs> let us join theirs. And we've seen like the, the potential there and how yeah. amazing it is. Like They yeah. did a fantastic job with theirs. I didn't even fully understand it and, and now i've been able to kind of see what they, they've done with theirs like it's you know i think a really good motivator to want to see that for ourselves as well um and then as you know by the, before the end of the year trying to see uh, what patreon options there are for us and what we can accomplish there so we just want to do the best we can for this i think it's been a lot of fun and, and just i think it's been so nice to see how many people have downloaded our episodes all the countries like I don't know anyone in France, but like the people <laughs> who are listening to us in France, like that's awesome. Like there's yeah. not just like family members and friends that are actually people out there who enjoy listening to what we were, we're making. And um, I think I speak for both of us when I say we just want to make the best thing we can. And, and this is going to be a good step towards that. So, yeah, but yeah, a good first year, a great first year, a fantastic yeah, first yeah. year. Yeah. 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 Um, and thank you story Gores, for making that happen. Like we are, we're just, we're really happy that we can do this. I, I mean, when we had the idea to make this last year, just like I personally was in a weird place. So I was just trying to get my bearings and try to figure out my next job opportunity, trying to, I was trying to get licensed as a therapist and all that. And, um, I was just in a really weird place in my life where I just felt like I was doing absolutely nothing with myself in a weird way. You know, like I was working towards something, but I just felt like it was, it was like a huge hole in what I was even like accomplishing on a daily basis. And tails gave me that outlet to do something. And I felt like I was working towards something amazing. And, and, a year later, you you know, we've seen the the fruits of our labor and it's just amazing to, to feel like we've done this for a whole year. It's just absolutely incredible. So and Red, I gotta say, like, I remember I remember the day I asked you to, to join this and, and to be a part of this and I was very nervous. And I was like, if you say no, then I'm like, well, I'll have to figure out how to do this on my own because I just don't feel like there's anyone else that would be able to really join me in this adventure and, and do this and, and I, I'm so glad you did. I'm I'm glad you said yes. Like it's I'm yeah. To have you as working like with me on this like that's been absolutely a pleasure i couldn't imagine anyone else doing it so thank you yeah and, and thank you for asking me similarly it's it's been a really great creative outlet and again just another place for us to just kind of for as like as an adult it is so hard to find time just to get together and hang out with your friends and this has been such a great space just to spend more time with you eric and to just tell stories together and do things that we love together it's been such an incredible experience and this is an amazing creative outlet for me as an individual to write scripts and to talk about games because that's just not a thing you get to do in your day-to-day life so thank you for including me in that and, and including me on this journey yeah who would have thought who would have thought back in ninth grade we'd, we'd be here at this, at this point <laughs> exactly. it's so crazy yeah so cool um 
But Storygoers, hoping you have enjoyed this episode, you've enjoyed this year of being together. Even if you're new or an old Storygoer, um, we are happy to have you aboard and we are happy to hear from you in the future. As always, please send us your thoughts, feelings, and perspective like our good friend Mike did today. Thank you again, Mike, for sending that. You will get your sticker in the mail. Um, but send those to us at talesfromthecartridge at gmail.com. All the E's are threes. One day, maybe next year, maybe by the end of next our next anniversary, we'll have the all the E's are threes t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fantastic shirt to make. Yeah. Um, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. DM us or comment on our posts. Let us know what you think, and we'll be happily sharing those on our future episodes, as well as sending you a super cool Tales from the Cartridge sticker. Send your local Starbucks a good sticker and slap that on there and deface their property to show some love for Tails. I'm sure they'll they'll hate us for it. So <laughs> We can take on Starbucks, well, I think. Oh, yeah. We can take on Starbucks. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. No. Wait, I, one, a quick rant before. This is totally unnecessary for a Tales of the Cartridge episode. I bought two venti coffees from Starbucks yesterday as well as a grande. Their apple crisp macchiato is fantastic. Uh, but that's not the point. The point is, is that uh, my partner and I Tested the, the amount of liquid in both a venti and grande coffee. Found out that basically uh, they are the exact same thing. Venti has more ice in it. And I think uh, they have like one extra shot of espresso, which I don't think is totally worth it at all. So please uh, show Starbucks love. But at the same time, don't jip yourself and get a venti <laughs> if you're looking for more of something. You're not going to get it. Get a grande. It's going to save you money. You're welcome, Starbucks. That's for taking my sticker off your post. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. You had this coming. <laughs> my, my, vengeance, my vengeance is fulfilled. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll be handling Starbucks and a future lawyer, uh, or future, yeah. um, uh, what's it called? Whatever. <laughs> they have our out. email if they need to go hold of us. Exactly. Send us your thoughts on things, Starbucks. We love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as always, Storygoers, thank you so much for listening to the next episode. Uh, we will have our, our website hopefully up soon, and yeah. we'll share that info with you um, when we have it. Um, but look forward to our future episode. Uh, we will be having our next bedtime story for Street Fighter coming out in September, in uh, mid-September. Um, but anyway, Storygoers, thank you so much for listening, as always, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Do you want me to read it? Do you want to read it? Do you have a preference? Doesn't matter. If you want to, go for it. If you want me to, I can. That, that, that doesn't matter. Either. <laughs> whoever whoever does this, the other person will, can do all the uh, anniversary stuff. So, do you have a preference of? I don't. Uh, I don't. I, uh, I I guess I'll take this since you wrote the anniversary stuff. Does that make it, sense? It, sure. It, does, it doesn't matter. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's easiest. I don't know if you have a preference or not. <laughs> no, I don't. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Okay, cool. Sorry. <laughs>